Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are talking about Luke Cage, Season 2, Episode 4, I Get Physical. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, what is going on, my friend? Well, apparently I feel that I need to read the episode titles as if they are, like, Voldemort speaking. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, totally. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. Um, I'm just, I'm workshopping it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got episode four. Full spoiler alert for episode four. Um, I don't, I, there wasn't anything too shocking about this episode. I, I feel like it was a... Uh, we we worked to the Bushmaster Luke meeting up until the end of episode three or so, and now yeah, and then we we get the like the full fight that happened yeah, and we see the after effect throughout this episode. Yep, and his and his uh, and you know the 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 people on the street are talking about Luke Cage differently. Yeah, he's been yeah. brought low a little bit by Bushmaster, the man or the hill, and. <laughs> Bushmaster also uh, confronts uh, Mariah this episode in one of the most tense scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was super tense, and and you know he just beat up Luke Cage. He could probably kill all your men and kill you. Like um, <laughs> yep. honestly, with that context, it was less threatening than that. Uh, and like <laughs> he they they had a pretty cordial conversation uh, when you think about what he could have done in that room. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you think about. What he what the point he was trying to make was, yeah, is that my family built this for you, and we got no credit for it. Yeah. So this is my birthright. Oh, and yeah, for sure. Like with with that in mind, like the way the way that he was delivering that, and the way that Mariah was just kind of almost brushing it off, like all of the all of the I don't want to say double entendres because that's they weren't you know going that route, but. Like everything that they had or that they were saying had a double meaning, and it was like there was a conversation under the conversation, and the conversation under that conversation was like really, really tense and really, For sure. really For emotional. Sure. There's a lot of a lot going on um, in this season with like people saying things, but the meaning much more, you know. Uh, even from from when from when Luke and his father spoke. Uh, to 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 this scene with, um, with the two of them, uh, it's just a lot a lot of context built up around the first season, and and just around like cultural things and uh, and and relational things. Like, it's just been a really good, uh, really well done dialogue this season. It really has been like that's that's a credit to the to the writers and especially the directors. Really, everybody involved with this show and uh, this. The series, like, it's it's crazy that something like just some people talking in a club can have such a profound effect on someone, like, have such tightness in your chest from like, oh my god, something's about to go down, oh, there's, yeah. it's so stressful, like, I don't, Arrow doesn't do this to me, you know? Oh, yeah. Sure. Like yeah, the other, <laughs> there are other shows on TV where you're just like, you know, up to, it's The Bachelor. You know, it doesn't it doesn't affect me this way. Like other shows do not do no, this. The Bachelor, maybe. 
Maybe. Uh, I mean, maybe the best. when there's a rose in hand and they're waiting to tell, like, who the name. The heart always maybe. <laughs> I always think it's going to be me, but then it's never me. <laughs> Why always a viewer and never a bachelorette? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, something we didn't talk about. I was so distracted by the breakup <clears throat> of Luke and uh and claire i i didn't think about i didn't mention the grenade that he put out in his hands oh yeah that was yeah, amazing yeah. that was phenomenal you were talking about production things and that was such a like small uh sort of easy special effect it seemed like he closed it in his hands and then just um and then probably a little cgi there but like i was just like man that's just such a cool it's so, so cool. badass yeah really is <clears throat> it's such a baller thing to do mm-hmm. especially then, if that if there's like footage of that somebody's like oh crap luke cage can do this yeah and it, it was pretty and we didn't even mention that that was how the bushman one of the ways the bushmaster beat him was he studied that footage to kind of like learn his fighting style yeah yeah so he just he knew what to do. So what I see happening is uh, Luke needing to go to learn from somebody who's a really good fighter uh, and, you know, have a training montage with him, yeah. him or her. Yeah, you gotta, uh, love, you gotta love a good training montage. And I think, yeah. I think, that, I think we know who that will be. Yeah, it's Colleen. Yeah, Colleen, totally. Obvious. <laughs> I'd rather it be Colleen. Uh, I know I, you I, would. I really hope Danny's fun when he shows up. Dan, I like Danny and Luke's interaction from the Defenders. I want more of that interaction because at that point, I felt like Danny was a better character than in his series. But yeah. that's my that's my opinion. It may not be popular. Yeah, no, no. I, I think I think you're absolutely right. Um, it was tough that they they took they took him and made him at odds with all the uh, other Defenders because you already don't like him that much and then like making him <laughs> the antagonist against all the other heroes it's just like gives you even more reason to dislike him um, right but no i think <laughs> I, th- I really do think it was uh pretty pr- pr- pretty much much better and more, more fun uh he's more fun when you don't have to think about too hard about his character and his mission because him as a i think that's the big problem with his his mission and everything it's just not it's i not, don't know uh he's compelling kind of, he's kind of a villain as as we've, as we've discussed in the past um, <laughs> yeah so but he's gonna be a helpful person now because he wrote a letter to mercedes knight in like very official rand letterhead and envelope yeah that's right first appearance of the robot arm yeah we got a sketch of the robot arm I, uh, and then she says okay and i'm like oh here we go yeah i feel oh man i like the show i really do uh but i also feel like it's going very slowly it is like i, I it's just the the plot is moving at a very slow pace none of the scenes feel slow really they feel like you know really good character stuff's happening but i just like want to get there you know like and, <laughs> yep. and we just talked about like arrow and flash and those shows like get to the point a lot of times like a lot of times the point isn't all that good but they get to they get there <laughs> they get um, there at least they get to a you know like oh uh villain shows up 
Uh, we got to build a thing to fight the villain. Oh, we built it. Uh, we fight him. It's episode over. Um, and that's, you know, not satisfying. But this is also kind of slow going. I'm just like, I want, you know, I, I want... I want a good training montage. I want a good like fight with <laughs> fight. I, there are things that I want from the show already, and I'm we're only on episode four, and I'm just like, can't those things get here? <laughs> right. I want, I want robot. Well, I want robot arm and like ha- cyborg or not cyborg. What's it? What's the word for it? Cyborg. Bionic. Is, cyborgs uh, is just ha- is part is part. Uh, part, part man, part, part machine. Part man, part machine. Uh, All badass. I was. I was say cyborg and android wrong or something i don't know i mix those up sometimes anyway but yeah no she's 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 gonna be a cyborg and it's gonna be awesome Um, yeah i want i want it i want that to happen so bad Mm -hmm. i uh i think that it it probably also doesn't help that like normally we would just be binging this show but instead we're stopping after every single episode to talk about it yeah we're like come come on come on well but we're also watching those of you who don't know, we're watching all of these shows and all of these episodes so far in one day, and uh, in, in one, basically one sitting. <laughs> like watch cast, watch cast, and uh, really, it's a lot of fun, honestly. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 also they they, they get a little confused for me. Um, yeah, especially when they go slow. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what happened in this episode? And what happened in the first one? <laughs> um, but refocusing this episode yeah what else what else is there to touch on the big mariah and bush Bushmaster's speech was really interesting yeah um claire's gone claire's gone and, and has apparently alerted her landlord that uh luke is not welcome there yeah well she's subletting it well yeah and the way the way it sounded was like until she until further until she tells me otherwise you're not allowed here yeah. Um, which sounds like, I don't know. And, man. and then Misty's like, no, you can't crash with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, okay. That was funny. I mean, with, as, as someone that has been, uh, has gotten coffee with Luke in the past, um, <laughs> it, it's tough. Uh, yeah, they, they, they probably shouldn't stay together. <laughs> Also, oh my god what about, what about that old lady in the hallway oh i know i know you, you want some coffee want some coffee <laughs> he's and just like a totally no. different, I, yeah i loved it, that callback to season one um <laughs> and what getting coffee means uh hmm. so speaking of getting coffee it seemed like he might want to get coffee with mariah's daughter yeah kinda there was that interaction um and it definitely was flirty yeah, yeah. They, um, it seemed a bit flirty, like, you know, Luke's brokenhearted and looking yeah. for comfort somewhere. It's a little, I like, if he, if he, if he finds comfort in another woman that quickly, I'm going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to kind of stop shipping uh, him and Claire so hard. Uh, I, I like him and <laughs> you together so much. You don't deserve her. Well, but it's not, it's not that, you know, he, he can do whatever he wants. He's a free man now, apparently. Is he? I don't even know. They they didn't really resolve things. Um, they said they were going to talk the next day, and then she, they never did. She disappeared. Well, so, no, he said we should talk tomorrow, and she didn't say anything about it. Right. They, they just She they, just said, I need time. They didn't have a definitive breakup, and he... Um, and it's just kind of one of those things, like, if you're really in love, 
jumping into rebound sex is probably not like the healthiest. It doesn't really bode well for the the other relationship. <laughs> not yeah, that no, he it's... would necessarily be betraying her because it seems like they might be broken up, but it definitely. I don't know. I, I, it'd be interesting if if things go forward with Luke, with with Tilda, and then he finds out she's Mariah's daughter. Like it's gonna seem, it's gonna seem like she was out to get him or something, or he was out to get Mariah or some yeah. combination of those things. You notice though, like that that scene, like he was a bit flirty, but she was also a bit flirty. But she seemed like after the fact that it was just tension causing that like when he left she she ex- she exhaled like whoo well i think i think she knows that someone got that nightshade and so she probably knows that she probably knows the entire story honestly she knows he got punched she talks about it um she yeah. knows that someone has night she knows the man who punched him is the one that she sold the nightshade to yep so like she's basically uh, basically, she allowed all this to happen, um, and, and it seemed like she she almost she was like she tried not to sell it to Bushmaster, but then he just threatened her, and she just did it, you know. So it's, yeah. uh, maybe she like knew it was wrong to do that, and she just did it anyway. So I don't know. That might make her more perceptive, or not perceptive, but receptive to the family business. Yes. I'd, it doesn't seem like so far she's done anything super wrong, except for be scared and sell something she maybe shouldn't have. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's not like it was illegal or even necessarily immoral. Uh, it just it just seemed like um kind. It, 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 I, I need I need to know more about her motivations and more about before I'm I really understand her character. I don't know if she's a like good person with upstanding <laughs> morals who's just like done something they're not proud of and selling the nightshade or if that's even what she's worried about does she know she we also don't know how much she knows about luke cage and her mother's relationship yeah like yeah, that's true does she know that they've had a big row in the last season or is that is that like not really public knowledge i mean didn't he like <laughs> go on TV and talk about her or something like she went on TV and talked about him. He went on TV and talked about her. Like they were okay. at odds a lot. Yeah, so it seems like her daughter, even if she's not involved in everything, she should at least know that. Stuff. She, yeah. She should probably have at least an idea. Okay. So it's a little weird. I'd like to know what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm betting in episode five. We'll, uh, we'll explore that a little bit. And maybe we should go explore. Let's go explore it. Guys, if you're enjoying these casts, uh, we're, we're dropping them once a day uh, until the um, until we until we run out of episodes. But uh, if you want to get them faster, you can check out our Patreon. Patreon, uh, we're dropping them as fast as we can possibly make them uh, on Patreon. So Patreon.com/slash/MCUcast if you want to get this content quicker. Um, you can. Eat, there's even like a personalized URL somehow where you can like set it up with your podcatcher so it comes straight to your podcast feed, uh, or, or you'll have a separate special Patreon podcast feed, which we need to figure out how to do that. I know some people would probably benefit from that. Uh, some of our patrons, um, but yeah. So if you want to do that, go give it any level, and uh, you're all patrons. Even if you're only giving a twenty five cents a, a week or whatever, like it'll um, it'll trigger you being able to get those episodes. So. Uh, quicker. So yeah, 
We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or 573castmcu, and uh, we will be there. Uh, hit us up. Let us know your feedback. We'll probably do a wrap-up feedback episode in a couple weeks um, when I return from Alaska. So, um, yeah, I'm going to Alaska in a couple days. Pretty excited. Um, all right, guys. Have a good night. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.